0: Welcome to Let's Talk Seniors, thanks to Anglican Care, with Kylie and Michelle. Anglican Care, we're not only social on the Bowling Green, find us on Facebook too.
1: In today's episode, Michelle and I talk about what carers face on a daily basis and tips to help them avoid burnout with our very special guest, Jackie Culver. Jackie is a nurse practitioner specialising in ageing, dementia and palliative care, she is passionate about people living and dying at home, if that is the place they want to be, and her insight into carer stress and strain comes from both a personal and pro- professional perspective. Oh, you got that
2: out, didn't you, finally? <laughs> Welcome, and thank you so much for coming today, Jackie. It's great to have you on um, on our podcast, Let's Talk Seniors. On our p- p- podcast. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's catching. You work with carers every day. Can you talk us through what the role of a carer might entail?
3: Yes, thank you both for inviting me on. The role of a carer can entail many things, um, from just being present, maybe getting a little bit of shopping, doing a little bit of housework, supporting someone at home, right through to caring for someone at the end of life. I think it's really important that we recognise that there's no training per se, for carers, and not everybody is geared to do the full gambit of caring, and so that's why we have services that can support somebody in that caring role, and I think it's really important to identify very early on with someone what are the things they feel they would not feel comfortable with. And what are some of the things they feel they would be okay doing? Because you know it's about a shared a shared role. Once you um, access services and and have somebody on board to to help you in that caring role. So
1: before we get into the challenges that carers face, Jackie, um, there are obviously carers out there who find the role rewarding. I would imagine, and it gives them a real sense of purpose. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, Carly.
3: I think it's that's a bit like saying is parenting rewarding. <laughs>
1: Which we know it has its
3: moments. That's exactly <laughs> right. So I do think there are aspects of caring mm. that are incredibly rewarding mm-hmm. and give a, a great sense of fulfilment. However, again, it's the whole gambit, and at mm. um, the other end of the scale, there are people who just um, you know don't uh, feel rewarded by mm. the role, and um, shouldn't feel bad about that. That's fine. No. We all have different means. I think of, it's kind yeah. of
1: ingrained in our culture that you do. You do feel naturally a bit bad if you're not a natural carer because especially as a woman, we're all meant to be nurturing mm. and kind and and love that sort of thing. And I guess it's worth touching on as well. It really changes the dynamics of a relationship if you're a carer, doesn't it? Like if you're a husband and wife, it changes yep. that dynamic. Yep. If you're caring for your mum and dad, it changes that dynamic. Yeah. So it's got it's got massive impact. Especially
3: for people I think who are caring for their parents because the roles reverse. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, it's a t- total
1: role reversal, it isn't it? It can
3: be really, really challenging to actually sort of take that on board and not feel some sort of discontent, you mm-hmm. know. And then that's where, again, um, if you've got a good service provider and you're with mm-hmm. someone who, who understands that, yes. you know, you can talk through those issues and get validated because it's perfectly okay to feel that way.
1: Yeah, and I guess um, as a carer you probably need to get some things off your chest every now and then. We all know a, a vent is is a good thing, but yeah. uh, it does really help you cope, doesn't it? it having that mechanism of having, having someone to talk to. Oh, absolutely. It really does, yeah.
0: You've spent a lifetime creating a home. It's where you belong. As you age, Anglican Care's home life can help you remain happy and independent in your very own home. Find out how at anglicancare.com.au. Jackie, based on um, on
2: some of your experience with carers, what are some of the physical and emotional um, challenges that they can face? Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's endless.
3: where do I start? Mm. <laughs> I think physically it is important to recognise that, especially if you're a spouse, that mm-hmm. you may be ageing well and a lot of the taking on somebody else's care, mm. no matter whether it's just putting the shopping away, putting the washing on the line, doing a bit of housework or, you know, even those sort of basic things, will mm be exhausting yeah absolutely and especially if you're um well it's, it's not especially really because if mm. you're a spouse you have your own aging um mm. you know limitations but also if you're a, a son or a daughter you know you have your own family mm-hmm. you're probably physically <laughs> quite drained from from that because often yeah. people who are caring for mm. older members often have families or grandchildren mm. in fact we know that statistics are showing that many many people are caring at two ends of the spectrum at the yes moment.
1: i was going to refer to that because yeah. don't they call that the sandwich generation, right. Jackie, where yeah. you're caring for kids, you're caring yeah. for elderly parents, you're probably working. It sounds yeah. like a lot of pressure, Absolutely. Just even just verbalising yeah. it yeah. here.
3: And I was really surprised at statistics, actually, Kylie. There's 2.65 million people in Australia who are in a caring role.
1: Wow. Now,
3: that's disability, mental health and frail age, but yeah. I should imagine a good half of that would be frail age. Mm-hmm. That's an awful lot of people caring. Yes. really, it's an unpaid workforce. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: I was just about to say that. It's like volunteering. It's a, it's an unpaid workforce that we have in this country, right. isn't yeah. it?
3: And an untrained one. Yes. And, yeah. And and, you and, know, and yet we have this expectation that people can do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, th-
1: I think this is such a valuable topic that a lot of people will get information yeah. out of because it's probably hard yeah. to get information too. You know when you're at that point, you don't know where to go, you don't know where to get information, and I guess that's what our podcast series is all about at the end of the day. Yes getting people to find information that's that's hard to get out there and Sometimes also you can get information online, but you're not getting that emotional side of the story either. And I think that's what our podcast does really well. Is
3: and like you say, it can be very isolating. Yes. because you you know you don't you don't want to betray no. the love you have for mm. the person you're caring for, but it feels like betrayal when you're because sometimes you actually don't like that person. Yes, you get cranky and, <laughs> and you feel bad that you get cranky. Right. And also one of the things that we don't realise is when people become infirm or mm. um, lose ability. Mm-hmm. they can often become very introspective mm-hmm. and so that means they're not always able to see or have compassion back. for your role yes, yes. yes. so for it's not it's giving. not a reciprocal yes. often it's not a reciprocal mm-hmm. relationship it makes a lot of sense doesn't it mm-hmm. yeah. and yeah. that i think can be a very you know very big thing to hold you know
1: yes and and that was what my next next question was going to touch on Jackie that it can be well being a carer can potentially dominate your daily activities and therefore can be a little bit or quite a bit isolating for the yeah. caregiver where they feel that maybe their needs are being forgotten or not talked about or don't matter i guess and then they feel
0: guilty because they yes, feel that because way, they feel that way. Visi- it's
1: a bit of a yeah. vicious cycle it, it is, is.
0: You've spent a lifetime creating a home. It's where you belong. As you age, Anglican Care's home life can help you remain happy and independent in your very own home. Find out how at anglicancare.com.au. Jackie
2: back to the challenges. Sure, you must see a lot of women who are caring for husbands who might actually be larger than them, and they might have some yes. mobility issues. Mm. Well, how do women face challenges like that? I think it goes
3: both ways actually.
2: Really? men and
3: women, yeah, I think it um, you know I see a lot of men too who are mm. trying to care for um for wives, who don't have, mobility and don't have the physical um actual ability to care Mm. um so it does go both ways both men and women face this i think sometimes for women they have a higher expectation on themselves so they're less likely to talk about it access Mm. help and um and feel an awful lot of guilt where i often find that men can acknowledge quite early on that it's overwhelming Mm. Um, but that's a very big generalization yes i know and some of
1: these are but i was just that just raised something in my mind about like we touched on earlier that women were generally seen as the caregivers and the nurturers so if the man's placed in the the caring role do they find that difficult if maybe and and especially this generation where they weren't as engaged as parents maybe the men do they find that hard to adapt sometimes Mm.
3: but on the whole I see some very amazing things coming out of male carers. Okay, that's Um, great. And I also see quite a realistic expectation of their ability to -hmm. to do the role. Uh, However, I say uh, I want to be very careful that I'm not generalising. Yes, Um, agree. But you know, like I think that um, men can be very, very good at accepting help Mm -hmm. with the caring role, whereas I think that generally women try and do it alone because they feel like They should. Well, hopefully,
1: yeah, Yeah. we're dispelling some of that and we've got some women out there that might put up their hands if they're feeling like they need a bit of help if they're in that caring role.
2: Which leads us to our next question, Jackie. If someone out there is listening and thinking, well, I'm a carer and I do need some help, what sort of support is out there for them?
3: Well, at the moment it's a bit fragmented. So, I mean, you know, there's lots of support out there, Alzheimer's Australia for people with Mm -hmm. dementia, um, carer support networks and, um, you know, the carer community, respite centre... But what's happening is, is there's been very exciting development with the government um, and the federal government invested in 2018 in an integrated care support service. They got it up and running this year with some counselling and coaching services. But from April 2020, we'll have the Carer Gateway. Wow, that is exciting. Yes, and the Carer Gateway is going to hopefully bring all those services together mm-hmm. and provide um, counselling, financial support respite options like a whole range education um and a whole range of different things like with my aged care as a one-stop shop just for carers,
1: and so will that be a separate website that people yes. can ring? Uh oh, yeah. sorry, sorry look a, and then yeah, a phone yeah. number they There'll can ring. There'll probably be a link from one yeah.
3: age care. I think I can't actually say okay. what what I, because I don't know. <laughs> it's not because I, yeah. I, I don't know, but um uh, how it's going to look, mm. but it sounds like it's really going to be like a one stop shop where you can yeah. ring up. And you can talk to someone about what you feel your unique needs are and they will immediately put you in touch with people or places or finances to access yep, what you fantastic. need. That sounds fantastic. And I guess yeah. it's,
1: it's recognition of that huge number of carers that we've got in this country yeah. that you mentioned earlier, Jackie. And the, the, and
3: the good thing about it is, is they're actually talking about tailored financial packages for carers. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So that, that's very different from mm. having a package. For being somebody um, who is ageing and frail, so I think it's very exciting and it's a very it's a very important step yeah. that we need to take mm. if we're going to sustain people living in their own home. Yes, because, because they need that care exactly.
1: No Having matter how many services they're getting in, Jackie, they need a carer there with exactly. them exactly. That's yeah.
0: that's right. Okay, yeah. for all your aged care needs, choose Anglican Care, where every moment matters. Jackie, do you see a lot of carer
2: burnout in your role?
3: I do, I do, well I don't know whether it's burnout because I think it's, mm. that's a sort of nebulous word, I think it's more a burden, yeah. a burden. Mm-hmm. you know I do see people who are exhausted, who are you know feeling very inadequate because they feel mm-hmm. like they're not meeting the needs of their loved ones and um, and, and you see people who you know are really tired and worn mm. out and sometimes getting sick themselves because their yes, immune system is sure. compromised through through what they're doing. Yeah. But that's why it's so important and I just can't emphasise, it's enough to get in with a provider you trust who who offers a whole range of services right mm-hmm. through from you know visiting at home to respite care mm. to you know to to clinical nursing care, but also has really really good case management with a person who's skilled and professional who can immediately pick up when the warning signs are there, mm-hmm. and perhaps have a conversation about what things can be yes. put in place to prevent the person mm. from becoming overwhelmed because that's when things. Yeah,
1: and Jackie, I think I've heard you say a term before that I really love, that you talk about creating a circle of support around the person and that just um, isn't for them, it's also to provide
3: that support for the carer. That's exactly yeah. right and I think that's one thing I, I take great pride in mm-hmm. um, as part of Anglican Care is the fact that we are very, very, very <laughs> heavily weighting on the fact that we don't just take on a person who is ageing, we take on that person and their caring family unit. So important. And it is Mm. critical. And if you don't do that, you're not really giving person-centred care.
0: Yeah. For all your aged care needs, choose Anglican Care, where every moment matters.
1: And so, Jackie, uh, for any carers that are out there listening today, what would your top tips be for them to lessen their burden and keep themselves healthy?
3: I think accessing services early. Yes, Accessing services that you trust, Mm -hmm. that you – with very upfront explanations of what you can – you know, what you can achieve with those services and also because of the wait lists and the the fact that, you know, getting onto a higher level package yes. can be such a long wait, the earlier you access those services the better. Yes. I think that's really important. Yep. Um, Jackie, secondly, um, oh sorry.
1: sorry, can I just interrupt there? Yep. I just went through the process of having my mother in law assess for a package mm. and she was assessed for a level three package and it's an eighteen month wait. Right. So I just wanted to sort of yeah. let people listening know that yeah. so that they understand why they need
3: to get in earlier. But they but you know she may be offered a level two package earlier yes, and that's yes. where but you that really... But that was still nine months. I know, mm. I know, it really is. Mm. Um, so it's important to talk to a provider and find yes. out what they can offer mm-hmm. uh, for you in that interim. Yeah, I think that, I think that that's the thing, get in early. Mm. Also, get and see your doctor and get make sure you're fit and well yourself. Yes. Go and have a really good health check, make sure that, you know, eat well, mm-hmm. exercise, yes. sleep. All those things are critically important because you can't do this job unless you're in peak... Condition. Condition, And certainly some of our other podcasts, uh,
1: particularly our ones with Dr. John Ward, really touch on that. So I think they're really worth a listen. Absolutely.
2: Jackie, we've thoroughly enjoyed having you on today. There's one thing that we haven't, a topic that we haven't been able to cover with you and that is palliative care. Yeah. We know that palliative care is a, is a topic close to your heart. Would you be willing to come back on another episode and we can do a, an entire episode on what it means to die peacefully in your own home?
3: Oh, I'd love to. That would be <laughs> It great. is my passion and yes. I think that, um, you know, we are doing it more and more. Um, yep. And even if people don't actually get to die in their own home, they can mm. actually live there right up until the end. Yes. So, you know, it, it really is a personal choice. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that, um, yeah, there's just it's just so powerful. But you do need to plan and you do need to consider all the aspects of um, what you might have to yes. um, yeah, look at. So I'd love to come back. Yes, yes. and that
1: would be valuable because, again, I think um, you can read about this sort of stuff, but it's hard to get that sort of emotional and deep sort of understanding and information that I know that you can provide. By yeah. Jackie, because I personally find it a very confronting topic to discuss, yeah. but I always admire the way um, how beautifully you articulate that whole subject. So I think, and that I, would I really be great. believe
3: that in this day and age, everybody has the right to a mm. peaceful, pain free death, and we can achieve that in 99% yes. of the cases that we care for.
1: Yeah, so another great topic coming Absolutely. up. So, Jackie, thank you so much for being our special guest today. Uh, you know, I love your advice, and I love talking to you. And you would be the woman I would want in my corner if needed. Uh, oh, thank you,
3: Kylie. <laughs> <laughs> For
1: All of our special guests. We've got a little lucky dip prize that um, runs along the lines of the ethos of our podcast, which is health and well-being.
3: So That's we look very forward. exciting. It does look oh, very this exciting. Is, this is a very long. <laughs> oh, oh, a yoga mat. Oh, now, look at that, and it's pink, which I absolutely yes. love. <gasps> I love pink so. That's absolutely great. And as my daughter tried to get me to go to the gym this week, I think maybe it may be a cue. (laughs) It could be a sign, Jackie. Time to go. (laughs) The universe is
1: telling you (laughs) something, Jackie. Thank you very much. That's lovely. (laughs) We look forward to chatting to Janet Sykes in our next informative podcast uh, all about the difference between dementia and Alzheimer's.
0: Do you have any topics you want Kylie and Michelle to discuss? Get in touch by emailing letstalkseniors at anglicancare.com.au.